You weave through the verdant woods. Damp moss glows emerald on spruce stumps and granite boulders. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. I have fond memories of the gnarly old crabapple tree that grew in the front yard of my childhood home. While the tree wasn't great for climbing, not that that stopped my brother and me, the fruit it produced was dry, sour, and bitter, and the tree's fall color was wholly lacking, it made up for all that in late May. Every other spring, this tree seemed to pour two years' worth of energy into a dazzling display of white and pink blossoms which gilded the twisted branches like a wedding bouquet. What was perhaps even more impressive than the tree in full bloom was standing under the tree on a breezy day just as the flowers were passing. For what seemed like a solid week, the petals would gently blow and tumble, creating a floral snowstorm amid the warm sunshine of spring. Being under these branches at this time was pure fairy magic. Much of this old crabapple's local relatives are flowering this time of year, including the topic of today's episode, hawthorns. Hawthorns are a group of large shrubs or small trees which grow across most temperate regions of the world. There is something on the order of a few hundred species worldwide, but we will leave the taxonomic botanists to puzzle over their identification, as the hawthorn's propensity to freely hybridize with one another, often creating fertile offspring, makes the task challenging in the best of circumstances. What does unite this group of species is their serrated leaves that are either arrowhead-shaped or sometimes deeply lobed, and, most importantly, the long, thick, sharp thorns which protrude from their rigid branches. This time of year, the hawthorns, much like the crabapples, are draped in the flowery trappings of white and blush pink. The flowers, like that of most members of the rose family, Each have five perfect petals which frame an abundance of stamens, each carrying a single dot of pollen. Walking by a blossom-laden hawthorn in late May, you can hear the tree abuzz with life. The nectar within hawthorn blossoms adds to the multitude of nectar within blossoming trees, shrubs, and forbs, which provide our native and domestic bees with essential food that allows them to begin to refill their larder after long, difficult winters. Beyond their springtime beauty, hawthorns have been used by humans throughout their extensive range. Many canners know that hawthorn fruits, which ripen in the fall, can be made into lovely wild-tasting jellies. Herbalists praise the fruits as effective heart medicine. English hedgerows, which transform winding roads into mazes across the countryside, are often full of hawthorns, whose robust thorns also add an element of defense to the otherwise permeable boundary. I have also heard from whittlers of walking sticks that hawthorn is a favorite, for its dense, strong wood makes excellent, thin, and lightweight walking sticks that are not compromised in strength. I have also heard from bowyers that hawthorn sticks make superb hunting bows, though I would guess that this must be a different species than what we have locally, for my own experience of attempting to slowly dry lengths of our main hawthorns left me with a stave so twisted, checked, and split that it would be entirely unfit for a bow. At least it made a good walking stick. So this weekend, as you are absorbing the beauty of our lush, verdant landscape, you can take some time to find a hawthorn. They are usually nearby across the state, but often go unnoticed. If you are looking for a real challenge, bring a field guide with you and try to identify the individual in question.
You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) ¶¶